the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 134 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, filling in for Will, is our longtime drinking buddy, Mr. John Skeen. How you doing, buddy? Welcome to the show. Oh, doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on today. I appreciate it. Dude, I'm glad you're filling in, man. It's been a little too long. We gotta have you on more often. We keep saying it, and we don't keep, and we're just not doing it, so I feel bad about that. Uh, hey, life happens. I hear <laughs> this is the way things go. <laughs> I hear you, buddy. And we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What are you drinking, dude? Uh, I am drinking a Sun King Wemac Scottish style ale. It's one of my. It's kind of my go-to around the house. Well, that's one of the ones you sent us. I think uh, Will really liked that one as well. Um, mm-hmm. The brew pub I work at has a Scottish ale. Um, oh, what's the brewing company? It's uh, oh, it's Founders Brewing Company, I believe. It's uh, Dirty Bastard. You ever had that? Okay, yeah. Well, actually, I think I sent you guys some of that once. Founders yeah. is uh, is real big around this area. It's a Michigan brewery. Yeah, yeah. Founders is good. Actually, it's funny. Speaking of Founders, we did a tap takeover um, at my la- a couple shifts ago. Founders Brewing Company came into our brew pub and or our pizza pub and took over a bunch of our back taps. And so we had a bunch of beers from them. We had flights. It was pretty cool. It was nice. Yeah, they're they're real big through that area. They're uh, I I have, actually they have one. It's a all day IPA. That's really yeah. good. Too. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. So what am I what am I drinking? I'm drinking a little something male from Lagunitas Brewing Company. And I got a little Jameson on the side. And actually, I got a fog cutter in the and on deck too. So I've had a long week, and uh, I just started. I just finished this first beer, so I'm gonna catch up here in a couple minutes. So yeah, uh, after after two beers in the Jameson, that would uh, definitely. Yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll be okay, right? Yeah, it's gonna be a good <laughs> night's sleep. <laughs> cool. All right. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. and we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch. And YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. And John, I forgot to throw it in here, is at John R. Skeen. Nice. At Twitter. So. And we are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and all that. So like us, share us, and tell your friends, of course. Uh, support the show, teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. And <laughs> John, you bought some shirts. <laughs> I did. I, I, I bought it. I bought a shirt. I love it. So Thanks, I've man. worn it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you supporting the show. You've been a long time supporter of the show, man. And we don't have you on here enough. And I know I've said that already, but um, I'm glad we're doing this. So audio issues aside, I'll fix it in post. Sorry, anybody in the chat room. If John's echoing, we didn't figure it out and we're powering through. So um, we have timestamps in the show notes for non tour fans. And um, thanks, to everybody who is in the chat room. If you're sticking around, there might be one or two people in there. So cool. Um, we are not doing trailer time this week, and of course, um, one of our drinking buddies, one of our two drinking buddies, is joining me on the show right now. So thanks to Mr. John Skeen, as always, for supporting our show and sending us beer and doing all the things you do for us. And of course, a shout out to Eddie as well, who one day I will get him on the show. I vow it. I vow I will do it. <laughs> but Come on the show, Eddie. They'll, they'll treat you with respect. They're I, kind. I'm They're telling nice. them. I'm telling them. I see the guy all the time. I'm like at the gym. I was like, dude. <laughs> I see him at the gym. I was like, dude, are you coming on the show? And he's like, no. I was like, dude, you're doing it. One day. <laughs> One day. Anyway, let's get to Swotor, man. We have a little update to talk about. So let's get into that. Sounds good. Do you want to fight? 
I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you, if you will only kneel. Man, one day I'll update that bumper, but it just seems like, it just it's so epic, you know? I love it. It is, but, well, maybe when 6.0 comes out, maybe we'll have something you know, cinematic to go with it. Yeah, we'll see what happens at 6.0, for sure. Well, one day we'll get more information about that as well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dude, I know I didn't put your name in there, but you are Will, officially. So, uh, what have you been doing in-game this week, my friend? Uh, this week and actually last couple of weeks, I've been, uh, I kind of got tired of the CXP grind with, with some of my higher level tunes. So I'm doing a Sork Healer, which I haven't done a healing spec before. Oh yeah. I've always just done DPS stuff. So trying something a little bit new. Um, but I'm having fun with it. It's, uh, you know, the very first story I line I did was an Inquisitor. So kind of revisiting that after four or five years has been kind of fun it's like oh yeah i remember that part well we're similar in that light because i my first and my main is an inquisitor and i have a couple other i have a sork and um and i think i have another dps assassin somewhere but i i I like the storyline for the inquisitor it's one of my one of my favorites actually um and it's it's something near and dear to my heart i used to work for tour wars back in the day and i used to do a lot of writing about the inquisitor and the story and everything else so um, it's one of those things I don't I don't mind revisiting that. But healing, uh, you're a braver man than me. Uh, like I said, I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm sure if I get in an ops group of, of some sort, I'd be kicked out pretty quickly. <laughs> but I'm, I, I'm trying. Did I tell you? I actually tried to heal uh, for what's an ops group one time. And I had, I don't know, it was a, I think it was my Sork, actually. Um, I'll never do that again. I'm pretty terrible at that. And everybody else knows that I'm not, I'm not that guy, dude. I'm more of okay. a, I'm more of a tank guy. Yeah, yeah, but you're an awesome tank. You, oh, you're thanks, you're an awesome tank during walk. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's with my strong point. I can DPS okay, but um, tanking's where I'm at. So um, anyway, yeah. W- speaking of uh, walk, I have actually been out of game for better part of a month. Um, I've missed walk for a few weeks. Uh, I've had various things come up. I've actually had to pick up shifts in my other job and blah blah. So I'll be back tomorrow night. Hopefully before my parents show up into town. I got a busy weekend ahead of me as well. But um, I'm looking forward to be back in the group, and hopefully uh, you can jump in there tomorrow with us, man. That'd be great. Yeah, that, that, that's my hope. We don't have any uh, super early morning, uh, you know, 7.30 in the morning soccer games, so I'm, oh. I'm hoping that I can, <laughs> you know, play till 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning and it not be an issue. Yeah, good, <laughs> so. good. Um, all right, so speaking of, uh, let's get to the news then. And the we only got a couple things. We have a game update that was delayed. And so it was delayed by a couple days. It actually literally came out today that we're recording this Thursday, May the 3rd. And the the Keith just basically the post was um, he said one key learning this past year is not to release a game update if it's not ready. Uh, they pushed really hard and basically they wanted to resolve a couple things. So they pushed it back a couple days. They did follow through and come through um, with the update today. So I thought, because we all, everybody loves patch notes, um, we'll go through a couple <laughs> things. I'm just going to go through the highlights, to be honest with you. And there's a couple other things that were coming down that, that, uh, that, that were supposed to come with this patch that did show up. So let's, let's just chat real quick. So, right. uh, Actually, the new, I want to say that I, yeah. I'm glad that they delayed this instead of just releasing it. Exactly. I mean, as much as I've been looking forward to it, it's, I, you know, I don't want anything else like Umbara <laughs> yeah. that was released and, and all those problems. Yeah, I'd rather wait a couple of days. I, I know some people in chat and, you know, on Dolphy were pretty, you know, 
pretty bent about it. But yeah, people on. people like to get upset, and you know, most a lot of us who play the game and have been playing the game as long as we have, it's like at this point, we prefer it to be right because if it comes through too early, we've had exploits, we've had so many other issues, and actually, there uh, I've heard. There might be an exploit out there. Hopefully they fixed it with the patch too. I don't, I haven't heard them officially comment on it, but there's supposedly an exploit with, with an op or something going on right now. So hopefully, uh, rule of thumb, if you feel like it's an exploit, it probably is. So stop doing yeah, it. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have finally finished the Nathema, um, conspiracy and that is going to be in a new flashpoint. And it's basically the trader saga, uh, reaches dramatic conclusion on the planet Nathema. As you face a deadly enemy determined to obliterate your entire alliance. So, uh, have you played all through all the flashpoints and stuff? I have. I have. Good. So, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, me too, man. I, I like the storyline. Um, it's, it's interesting when you're playing a game and if a character in the game does something to your character in the game and you're like upset about it, that means the writing is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and I feel like they did a good job with this for sure. Um, also, double rewards are coming. Uh, with this event during this time as well, which is pretty cool. It's going to get me back in game. Like I said, I've been playing some uh, ESO in the last, I mean, not a lot of it, just here and there, but I haven't really been playing much at all for the last month, but um, double rewards will get me back in the game. I have some CXP grinding to do with a tune and, and I apparently I'm going to do that. Who knows? Um, and then the big news really is the returning companions. We have Felix Arreso, um for the consular story and um a kiwi spar and mako for the bounty hunter and smuggler so that's pretty cool man um mako i know is a big one for a lot of people in our community oh i know a lot of people are excited about mako were you one of those were you one of those mako guys (laughs) no not necessarily but you know i remember kiwi from the uh from the smuggler storyline so i'm like okay yeah i kind of like that character yeah glad to be getting that one back me too and i and and the smuggler story i only did one time pretty quickly, so it kind of be nice to go back to that tune and, and kind of get that companion and just kind of revisit some old tunes. would be kind of neat. So, all right, so general stuff, conquest objectives. There's a bunch of stuff that was changed with conquest. I'm not going to run through all of it. Um, increasing points gained for repeatable and daily repeatable objectives. I'm not going to go through the numbers part of it, but that's just in general. Um, additional increase for GSF, Warzone, and Flashpoint participation objectives. And this is one of those things they were saying they were going to do because honestly, that I felt and I did conquest right when the last uh, update came and it just felt like I was doing stuff, but nothing was worth enough and it was going to take me too long to get there. And so they are changing a lot of those numbers, which is kind of nice. Yeah, um, it was another one of those things that I, I guess as long as we've been doing the CXP grind now, it was another grind. Yeah, and I wasn't sure that I was ready for that. Um now, however, I will say yesterday, let's see, I was on Hoth hmm? with that Sork that I'm leveling up, and I ended up getting uh, getting conquest points for, uh, I forget what it was from, from the Gree event. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, I was that, like, oh, okay, all so, right, I'll take it. <laughs> I don't know if they fixed that bug, but that was a bug, um, and I, I, don't, I didn't see in the patch notes, but maybe they fixed it. But it was, if you killed a certain thing, you actually got, like, two conquest objectives from, like, a different planet. It was... It was well, I got them too. And they were actually worth quite a bit in the beginning, which was kind of neat. Um, but yeah, man, I, I don't know if you were a conquest guy before, but to be fair, like I was never really all that into conquest. But if it doesn't feel as grindy as everything else, then, you know, I'm willing to give it a shot. 
So absolutely, absolutely, and and, the, and you know, I mean, obviously, we're in the same guild too. So yeah, you know, the, the more it gets pushed by the <laughs> guild, the more I'm I'm probably likely to try doing it. So indeed, indeed. All right, so let's see uh, what else we got here. The play a flashpoint objective is being changed to play a flashpoint or uprising. That's something. Uh, that's conquest related as well. So you can pick, take your pick. At least you get some more choices. Um, and the kill X enemies daily objective will now be split into three. So it's 50, 100, and 150, which is kind of nice because you don't want to, I mean, going back to the grind thing, it, it, it was kind of a little too much, you know? Mm-hmm. So you get points depending on how many you kill, but you can go to a planet, kill 50 things and, and be done with it if that's all you need to do. So that's kind of nice. Um, what else we got? Uh, what a repeatable, I don't know if I want to deal with that. Oh, introduction, introduction of new repeatable daily objectives for completing three and five activity finder, uh, activities. Um, there's a bunch of stuff like that. Um, I don't really want to go through all of this stuff, but what is this? Complete specific flashpoint objectives, such as defeat battle for Ilum have been moved from repeatable daily repeatable and had their points increased, uh, up to 600. Up from 130. So that's a huge increase. So stuff like that, I think is important. I mean, you don't, that's why I never did any of the flashpoints when they changed the conquest. Cause it's like, why would I do, why would I do a flashpoint for 130 points? You know right. What I mean? Right. It just, well, the, the only time I was doing the flashpoints anyways for, was for CXP. Exactly. Jumping it on the veteran stuff and, and knocking it out. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. So what else we got? There's a bunch of class changes and stuff. Um, which, I'm not going to go through. I never do. Um, so if you're interested in that, link in the show notes, of course. Um, there's some changes to flashpoints and uprisings and operations. Um, a lot of it has to do with gods from the machine um, and, and Isaacs uh, specifically. I'm not going to go through all of it. Honestly, I haven't even gotten to that boss yet. So, uh, you know, they were making some tweaks. I know, especially on the higher levels, it was like nearly impossible, which I thought was actually kind of funny. Um any thoughts on have you I don't know if you've done any of the any of that the rest of that op, have you? I have not. The last time I did that op was actually I think we were in WOG and we Probably. got to the next to next not to Isaac's but the boss before that. Right. And we, and we didn't was, finish it, did we? No, we kept wiping on it and yeah. I think it was about two o'clock in the morning our time and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, like, okay, I think I was done. I was sleep tanking is what I like to call it at that point. <laughs> and uh, I decided to uh, call it a night. I think I was like, I gotta be done with this. Um sleep tanking, I'm I'm a decent tank, but if I'm not awake, it's I, I my my uh tanking skills go down exponentially. Sleep tanking. <laughs> I think that needs to be the name of the show. I think that's the name of the show for sure. Um all right man. So the one thing I want to talk about too before we get out of this is uh items in economy. Um, there is the new augment schematics and that's been added to the game at their 240 legendary augments and you can get them, uh, from the Nathema flashpoint on master mode. So defeating those bosses. So they should drop them guessing randomly from that, which is kind of cool. Um, I don't know if we need a new augments. They really just introduced another augment. I'm still, I guess now two augments behind. So here we are. Um, I don't know, man. I, I like, I like that I can make augments. And I like having augments, but at the same time, if I'm not playing really high end content, do I really need to spend that much money and trying to upgrade my augments? That's the real question, right? Right. I mean, if you, if you're a member of a, like a high end raid group, you know, that does regular weekly material. Yeah. I can see that being useful, but I mean, for me personally, the way I play, I, you know, and it may be kind of like you do, you know, there's times I don't get in for a whole week. Oh, you know, for sure. I'm kind of an all or nothing person when yeah. it comes to the tour. So it, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily 
appeal to me any, but yeah. I know that it does to a lot of people. So, well, and, and it makes sense if you're min maxing and you're trying to, you know, uh, max your DPS and all that stuff. And I get it, but you know, like I said, I, I'm okay with the augments I have right now. Um, I'm happy with my gear right now, considering I'm, uh, you know, I finally got to 300 CXP and I'm maxing out my gear as much as I can with my tank at least. So I'm not going to stress too much about augments, but I wouldn't mind starting to craft some of the new ones to even just to sell them. You know what I mean? But right. it's really difficult, um, not only to get the schematics, but to get the materials for some of this stuff, it gets really, really pricey. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, me personally, like when I run ops, I'm more concerned with what beer I'm drinking than yeah. what augments I have. And, and that's really what WOG is all about, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so let's see. What else we got? Small crafting boxes have been added to Conquest Rewards. Um, and large crafting boxes has been added, and those are for the medium and large uh, yield planets, which, again, I haven't dived into that too much. Um, and what else do we got? Mission NPCs. Oh, introduction to Conquest mission has once again been complete, can once again be completed, which is kind of nice, um, considering Conquests are a big thing now. And, oh, there were some bugs, I guess. Imperial players can now once again get to the mission uh, to the black hole from the Imperial fleet. I don't know. I just use my hmm. my, yeah, my quick travels, yeah. but whatever. And same thing with mis- uh, with section X. It must have been a bug in the last patch. But all right, man. So anything else, Sotor wise, you want to talk about at all? Um, no, not really. I mean, we're you know, uh, I'm ready to play the new material. Give it a shot and see what's going on. Me- it's been a while since we had something new to play. So. Agreed. Me too. And I'm more of a story guy, and I play ops with you guys um, and with our guild and stuff like that. And that's that's kind of mostly what I do. I do dailies and stuff too, but. Um, honestly, man, I'm just, I'm more excited about just checking out the end of the storyline. Um, I'm trying to avoid spoilers. Thankfully, our community is pretty good about that. Um, there was, I saw a couple tweets earlier today, um, from, um, the person who wrote it, um, who wrote the storyline and, and they were getting praised for that. So I'm hoping it ends well. And I think, I think it's going to be kind of cool. So we'll talk more about that next week. All right, dude. So. Technical issues aside, considering we don't have to worry about the people in the chat room and stuff because it's just us. Neat. Let's go with, um, let's get to Star Wars, man. We don't have a whole lot, but I want to play a bumper anyway. How about that? All right. Bumpers are always good. (laughs) I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Hey, now that I got you on the line, dude, I mm-hmm. figured out something we could talk about at the top of the Star Wars section. We, you and I, haven't talked about The Last Jedi. Okay. <laughs> Just, that, I don't want to spend all day on it, but what'd you think overall? Um, I loved it. Yeah. I, I liked the story. Um, I kind of, you know, when I when I went into it, I was almost expecting coming, you know, that whole as as close as the Force Awakens was to A New Hope, yeah. I expected kind of an Empire Strikes Back, and in a way, I think we kind of got that. We kind of did, yeah. But it was almost like the like kind of the rebirth and the really the the pushing forward of the new uh, the new characters that yeah. we have, and I like that because I mean, eventually, <laughs> I mean, 
unfortunately, we're, we lo- actually literally lost some of you know For the sure. old trio. We, we need to focus on the new on the new characters, and it's it's time to uh, you know put them at the forefront. And I think that the movie did an excellent job of establishing that and kind of taking the story into a new direction. No, I agree, man, and I and I agree with the fact that um, especially you know we know now they're going to be done with the Skywalker saga after the next film. So if they're going to do anything with these other characters, they need to, excuse me, they need to move forward and they need to kind of be focused on these guys. And they did a good job. I mean, I overall really liked the film. Uh, you know, my biggest thing um, was the fact that you didn't really know which direction it was going to go. Um, and you're right. They did mirror uh, Empire in that they were on the run the whole time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's and that's and that's really what a middle film in Star Wars has kind of been. It's, it's you're running, you're 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 losing, but you're trying to reestablish yourself a little bit. And they did a good right. job with that. Yeah, I, you know, and it, it's one of those things when I my first viewing of it, um, I enjoyed it, but I kind of walked out of the theater going like I had to see it again. Yeah. Not not necessarily just because the story was good, but because I could there was so much going on I I needed to kind of wrap my head around the things that I didn't necessarily absorb the first time. So exactly. after the second viewing, when I walked out, I'm like, that was a really good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So, yeah. And I, and I actually didn't get to see it a second time in the theater, but I've watched it a couple of times at home um, fairly recently. And I, I, I still enjoy it. I love those characters, man. I, I really like, you know, I'm unfortunately, I don't think Daisy's going to come back um, after episode nine in any way, shape or form, but I really like, ray and i really like what she did with the character um i love the interactions with luke like that's some of my favorite star wars banter is between the two of them it's just like Mm -hmm. you know you get to see luke being you know a old curmudgeon dude and ray just like can you just teach me a thing and stop being such an ass about it you know and i just i just i just really like that it was it was it was a lot of fun in that in that aspect at least so and we watched it with the kids and the kids dug it and and it was cool it was fun yeah, I, I agree. I, and I kind of like the fact that as much speculation as we, we kind of had between The Force Awakens and The Last, the Last Jedi, um, as far as what was going to happen, right? a lot of those things were just thrown thrown to the wind. You know, yeah. like when Luke tosses a lightsaber over his shoulder <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we're not even going to go there. So there you go. Well, I think that was the first indicator that, okay, well, and like the trailer said, things aren't going to go the way... These aren't, it's not going to go the way you think. And that was really what we got out of that film. Like, we didn't know where it was going to go. And all, every speculation was like, yeah, it's definitely not going to go the way we go or way the way we thought. So, oh, that was right. kind of cool. Um, so moving on, uh, solo. And I think the last time we talked was very early, very early on. I don't know if we even did it on mic, but very early on, um, in the announcement that solo was going to be a thing. Um, have where are you at right now with the solo film? Considering we're what three weeks out, um, each trailer that's been released for solo has gotten gotten me increasingly excited. Yeah, for the release. Um, at first, I wasn't sure, just because I mean, you, you're talking about a beloved character, mm-hmm. you know. I think for a lot of us, it was our favorite character, you know, growing up. So when it's so when you, you're looking at something that's going to, you know, 
dive into his past. Right. It kind of concerned me, but I, the comics had kind of done a great job with that. So I was like, well, let's, let's see what will happen. Right. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, once again, it's star Wars. So it's not like I wasn't going to go see it anyway, but right. Um, you know, from what I've seen, I think it's going to be fine. And yeah, you know, well, I mean, what's your thoughts? Uh, well, and, and I'm with you. I was a little skeptical in the beginning. Solo, um, Han Solo is one of my, uh, well, first of all, Harrison Ford is one of my favorite actors. Um, Han Solo, one of my favorite all time characters in a, in a film, right? Um, so, you know, I wasn't super stoked about it in the beginning. Um, but like you said, uh, I started to kind of warm up to it a little bit. Um, especially once I started seeing footage of it. Um, I think it's actually going to be a lot of fun. Um, I like that. Well, especially in this last one, when you got to hear Lando talk and that line he gives, I think is really, I mean, what is it? Everything you heard about me is true. And it's like right. that line. I'm just like, okay, I, I, I see where they're going with this a little bit. And, and of course, with the turmoil with directors and, um, everything else, uh, there's a lot going, there's a lot riding on this film. If they're going to keep doing these solo, solo, <laughs> oh, wow. If they're going to keep <laughs> doing these standalone films, um, I think this one has to do well and it is projected to do well, which is something that, um, that we talked about the other day, but, uh, on that note, everybody I've shown this trailer to, well, uh, let's put it this way. I, I showed my, tra- the, this trailer to my wife, not uh, a week or two ago or whenever that last trailer came out. And she had an issue with Alden Ironreich. She's like, well, he doesn't really look like Han Solo. He doesn't really act like Han Solo. And, and, and the thing about it is I get that it's, there's a certain, suspension of disbelief that has to happen obviously we know it's not harrison ford it's not a, a young han solo right but if we're gonna buy the fact that he is gonna be the role what are we what are we really expecting from this guy right the mannerisms i think are pretty close um some of the lines but like i said we only are getting snippets at this point right um i think it wasn't really let me rephrase that it wasn't really he wasn't acting like Han Solo. She just was hung up on the fact that it didn't look like him as much as she anticipated. Does that make sense? No, it does. It does. Yeah. But, you know, and, you know, to each their own opinion. But, yeah. I mean, what are, what are you going to do? CGI? You know, well, make, and that's the it, thing. You can't do that. Right. <laughs> Please, and, let's and not do that. And, and the other thing to keep in mind, too, is this is a one shot. It's not yeah. like this is going to be an ongoing series. Right. This isn't the beginning of a trilogy or anything. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. It's a one shot. So, yeah. Just, you know, Sometimes you just got to roll with it. I know. And I'm ready. I'm ready to roll with it. And I'm actually really excited about it. The last couple, um, I'm actually really intrigued by Woody, uh, Woody's performance. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to see how that character kind of plays out. Um, the mentor role or whatever. Um, wait, did I get the actor's name wrong? Yeah, you got it right. No, Woody Harrison. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm really, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I don't know. I, so, as a transition, <laughs> see, uh, segue. I like what you're doing there. Yeah. <laughs> see what I'm doing here. Um, yeah. So the this I have an article in here, and it's why Alden Ironreich was picked for Solo. So I'm just gonna pull one thing out of this here, and he was talking to Esquire. Sorry, 
So an impression of Harrison Ford would have felt like an extended Saturday Night Live sketch. Um, this is the original co-director, Chris Miller, was talking with Esquire. And we wanted someone who could evoke the spirit of the iconic performer we all remember while bringing something new and fresh. We talked a little bit about how Chris Pine playing Captain Kirk didn't do a Shatner voice and brought his own spin to the character while still evoking the vibe of the character. We felt Alden did the same with Han Solo. So what do you think of that? No, I, I, I agree with that. And actually, when you went down on uh, a little bit farther on the article, yeah. I, I didn't know this, but he was the very first actor they saw, yeah. even after auditioning the other ones. So it's like, oh, well, obviously, he brought something that they liked to it. Well, and a lot of times with that process, too, you see somebody and then you see other people and it's like, yeah, but OK, that guy did it this way and, and, and I like that guy better. You know what I mean? So. I'm glad he got the role. I know there was some issues with his acting and some other stuff like that. Um, they bring in acting coaches. There's all kinds of stuff around this film. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm actually really excited about this movie, and I'm glad we get to see a Star Wars movie soon. <laughs> yeah, me too. And, you know, a, a lot of people were skeptical about Rogue One too, yeah, when it came out. True. I thought it was an incredible movie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once again, give it a chance. Yeah, I agree. Uh, anything else about Solo, dude? Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, well, we have one more thing. It's PG 13. <laughs> oh, well. it, it got, it's, it got its rating and we knew it was, I mean, it was either going to be PG or PG 13, right? Um, the last, what, three movies have been PG 13? Uh, mm-hmm. even Force Awakens was PG 13, wasn't it? If I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah, it had to be with that last scene with Vader. It oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, so yeah, so we got a rating. Um, so we talked last week. Uh, super briefly about um, the new animated uh, Star Wars TV show, right? I don't know if you've heard about this. Star Wars Resistance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Resistance. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I didn't. I don't know if I missed this story when we talked about it, but apparently it's going to be anime? Yeah, I didn't know that until I saw the show notes. Yeah, and so, so. I don't know. It just says... Um, I don't know. I'm kind of confused by this. So it says, um, earlier today, Lucasfilm, and this was on the 26th of last month, earlier today, Lucasfilm confirmed its follow-up to Star Wars Rebels is coming, and the show will branch out in its aesthetic. After all, Star Wars Resistance will be an anime, and fans are ready to see what that means for the franchise. So what this says is uh, the show will shed new light on Resistance. Um... And it's, uh, oh, this is Filoni. He says, the idea for Star Wars Resistance came out of my interest in the World War II aircraft and fighter pilots. Um, my grandfather was a pilot, and my uncle flew and restored planes. So that's been a big influence on me. So there's a long history of high-speed racing in Star Wars, he continued. I think we capture that sense of an, of it, that sense of excitement in an anime-inspired style, which is something that the entire team has been wanting to do for a long time. So... I don't 100% know it's going to be an uh, anime per se, but it's going to be anime inspired. So thoughts on that? I don't know how big uh, into anime you are. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying I dislike it. I just I'm not into it, so to speak. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I don't go to that wall in the comic book store. <laughs> I hear it. So, well, uh, there's a lot of anime I do like. I was a big Dragon Ball Z fan in the day. I liked I, I used to watch Sailor Moon. I, I mean. Sailor Moon a little bit here and there, but like just I and the anime inspired stuff, I think are things like I don't know in my head is something like Powder Powerpuff Girls and stuff like that where it's like you know you got the big eyes and you got the other stuff but like it's not 
traditional anime. I don't even know how to quantify what we're talking about, but anyway. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's going to be stories. The story that matters, anyways, to mm. me. It's it's kind of like Rebels. Granted, I I like the 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 art in Rebels, but right. it was the story that kept me coming back every week. Um, and they've got you know this one being the follow up. It's uh, two Rebels. It's going to be big shoes to fill, but. You know, it's just like Solo, you know, you got to give it a chance. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. And I remember there was some flack about Clone Wars when the anime style, when that uh, animation style, when that came out as well. So, you know, uh, once we get used to it, it's all about the story. You're absolutely right. Um, and I'm intrigued to see where they go with it. That'd be cool. So, and we'll get some voice actors that we recognize as well. Gwendolyn Christie and some other people. It'll be neat. So, mm-hmm. all right, man. Um, I think I am going to skip this last bit and just get to the last section. What do you think? Yep, that is fine. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. It's funny, I got some retweets, but nobody joined us. Okay, so let's move on. Um, all right, man. So the top of the list, the reason I put this in here under merchandise is because uh, I don't know if you've ever remember me telling this story, and I don't even know if I did on mic, but I have still in my attic every gaming system I've ever owned. Um, the first one was my my regular my you know regular Nintendo Entertainment System, right? Um, the issue for me was. When I moved out of the house, um, my Super Nintendo, which I loved, I played the mess out of that thing. Uh, my mom just gave it to my neighbor, the little boy next door one day. And I came home and I was looking for my Super Nintendo and she's like, oh, no, I gave it to the neighbor boy. I was like, really? Really? <laughs> and that's the only thing, the only system I don't have. So not to bury the lead, the classic edition of the uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment System is coming back in stock at GameStop. Now, whether I'm going to buy it or not, it's a different story, but it's probably going to be cheaper than trying to find it on eBay at this point. You know what I'm saying? Probably. Probably. So, I don't know. I still have my games, too. That's the thing. I still have some of my games upstairs in the, in the attic. I just don't have the system. So we'll see. Um, did you have a Super Nintendo, my friend? I did not. I actually had the Genesis. The Sega. Oh. Well, actually, I had the first Sega. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Genesis, but and then the Sega Genesis. I had. Right. I didn't get into the Nintendo thing. So, and I went from the Genesis to PlayStation One. So nice. Never had any of the Nintendo stuff. Doesn't mean I didn't play it at friends' houses and stuff. But yeah. Just well, I was a Nintendo it. guy forever, and then I got in. I had my Playstations up there too. I had my Genesis. Actually, I have my brother's Genesis. I had two Genesis upstairs actually. Um, but I love, I love my old classic things. If it was up, once I finally get my man cave, my dream is to have them all hooked up and, and in the original form and, and all that and just play them, you know? Hey, you know, and I've read some stories. I mean, some of those old games are, are worth quite a bit of money. Yeah. People pay a premium for them because they're not being made anymore. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you go on eBay, I mean, I, you couldn't, I mean, I couldn't find a Super Nintendo for a reasonable price at the time I lost mine. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I, I, I couldn't imagine now what they're, what they're worth. And they might not be worth as much as I, I mean, I just couldn't afford them then either, either way. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would be nice to buy a, a brand new Super Nintendo in the box would be kind of cool. So that'd be a weird yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I might buy it. I, I don't do a whole lot of console gaming anymore. I've, yeah. Neither do I. My, my kids have the PlayStation 4 and that stuff and they, they like that stuff, but yeah, I just don't. 
do the console thing, but it might be fun to have. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about buying a Switch actually at some point because I think my kids will really dig it. Um, you know, yeah, I, my, I have a lot of students that play it. So yeah, Zeke has one. He has a Switch and he likes that. Yeah. He, so you can take it with him. Well, and that's the thing. Like I had a kid show up today in my second period class, and he's actually the kid that I thought would be in the chat room right now. He was playing his Switch, and I was like, oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, well, it's time for class now. But anyway. Um, all right, man. So moving on to our next story, uh, we're into real reviews kind of uh, stuff. So we've got Jamie Foxx um, has been offered the Spawn movie lead role. And this just came out yesterday. And he's been reportedly offered for the titular role, Todd McFarlane's upcoming Spawn movie. And according to that hashtag show, um, he was uh, he hasn't agreed to it yet. But in the past, he has expressed interest in playing Spawn. So, what do you think? Uh, make it happen. Yeah, I think. I mean, w- if, when I'm thinking of that role, um, I Jamie Fox is perfect for that. Yeah, I'm I, absolutely perfect for it. I think that'd be really cool. And I, I mean, I, I don't know. I like Jamie Fox. I think, I think that'd be really freaking awesome. I hope he takes it. I imagine at this point, knowing um, uh, actor, you know, entertainer like Jamie Fox, it's a numbers game at this point. You know, mm-hmm. and a oh, time and a sure timing a thing. Big number. Yeah, it's a big number, and of course, how much time do you need? You know, right? Um, but that'd be cool, man. I think that'd be neat. Yeah, I, I'm glad they're redoing this too because I actually liked the first uh, Spawn movie that came out. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was 20 years ago. It was a long time ago. It's hard to believe yeah. it was that long ago because <laughs> I remember when that came out. <laughs> With the advancements in technology I know. now, it's like, oh, they, they could be done so much better. I always wonder sometimes how much that stuff holds up. Like, if I were to put Spawn on right now, like, would I just be like, I can't do it? But there's some movies that do hold up. Like, The Matrix holds up, you know? Mm-hmm. Stuff that, I mean, that was 20 years ago, right? Well, like, my oldest son, uh, he, you know, he's 22. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he didn't really get into the Star Wars thing as a kid. And oh, then. Really? He watched the the Force Awakens and then went back and watched the prequels. So I'm like, well, let me you know grab my my Blu-rays and we'll watch the other ones. Yeah. And he's like, oh. he's like, how could you watch these? Because <laughs> because, uh, you know, because the special effects were so old. I'm like, this was cutting edge back in the day. Right? I have no idea. This was like super cutting edge. <laughs> but it's so hard to find too. Like, I mean, the ones I show when I teach my um my unit when I show them the original Star Wars 1977. It's the updated one, you know, it's the Blu-ray one. And it looks better, but you're right. I mean, it's just not, it's not what it is now. So it's hard, I know. I mean, you come into it too late, I don't know. Okay. Um, so I'm jumping into Universal Usual, and cause, mostly because I want to talk to um, my friend, Mr. Skeen here, about uh, Avengers. And, you know, not a long, full-on review, but I wanted to get his take on it. So um, speaking of Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy... Uh, volume three there has been a release window which means it's probably going to be it's so during a facebook live q a that was yesterday i believe no it was a couple uh about a week ago and it said the film will hit theaters in the about two years which means um it'll hit theaters um may 1st 20 2020 okay and it was a spot that was already uh, reserved for an undisclosed Marvel film. So we got to wait until 2020, I guess. Which makes sense. When you said it's only two years away, that's like 
20, wow, that is only two years. Yeah, <laughs> I, had, I, had, for a loop for a I was doing math in my head too, which is <laughs> complicated for me. <laughs> but, uh, but hey, I'm I'm all for it. As yeah, as long as they get the soundtrack right, because that's one of my favorite things about about yeah. Guardians is always the soundtrack. And Guardians um, Two is fun, but I, I I have a special place in my heart for Guardians One. But yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm so I've, I've had a couple of friends that are big comic book geeks that act that hated guardians too yeah I, I didn't think it was bad it, it wasn't bad wasn't. it just wasn't guardians one <laughs> right <laughs> you know and so that's kind of where i'm at with it but it's nice to know that we're gonna get it um we're starting to see the release dates unfold for some of this stuff which is cool um all right so i'm gonna c- kind of bury the lead here let's let's get into some of this so avengers infinity war uh will help disney hit one billion dollars faster than any studio in history their opening weekend was the biggest in history, officially, which is crazy. You know, every time one of these movies comes out and it has these huge openings, you're like, oh, that'll never be beat. That'll never be beat. Right. But then it's six months later and it is getting beat. Right. So, you know, as I think it just goes to show as long as they keep putting a quality product out, and obviously we're going to talk more about it here shortly. Of course. Then they're, you know, then they're going to get their numbers. What, what's you know, funny is they're beating their own record. Right. I mean, and so it's like, it's like Disney competing with itself, but also making it, making studios, I feel like, making people like, you know, the DC, you know, EU and all that stuff, trying to like compete with something that is like this absolute machine that, Mm -hmm. no, I mean, to their credit, it's not that they're putting out subpar products, you know, we're getting content that is phenomenal that we want to keep going back to. And of course, as the movies get better and as they build on themselves, people are going to, people are going to show up, you know, and people are going to show up in larger numbers as they get better. I think what really helped Infinity War, I hate to say it, was Black Panther. Black oh, Panther right. did unbelievable numbers, you know, and knowing that Black Panther was going to be in that film and knowing how many people went to Black Panther, I wonder how many people were like, all right, what do I need to see in order to see this Infinity War movie? Because I know that Black Panther is going to be in it. Or they just win anyway, you know? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it, it, and it, it's the, it, this movie was the 10 year payoff, right? I mean, you had mm-hmm. 18 MCU movies released prior to this. Exactly. You know, some of, yeah, I don't think any of them were necessarily flops, but, you know, especially with the lead in from Black Panther, as good as that was, and yeah. as, as much revenue as it generated, um, I think it, you know, it just rode that train. I mean, yeah. you're right there with it. I mean, it, and there were some like Wonder- Thor two I wasn't that stoked about. Iron Man two is a little shaky. There's a couple of them, but I mean none of them were terrible. And I yeah. really enjoyed Ant Man and Doctor Strange, despite what people say. I mean, some of those movies were just a crap ton of fun, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Th- go ahead. Hey, more power to him. I think you guys said it best. Yeah. What about two years ago when you said it was a license to print money? Oh, it literally is. Literally. You know, we thought Star Wars was good. Now Marvel's really starting to be like, all right, now this is, now we got it. Now we got a formula. We have a storyline. Here's what we can do. And we got these characters. We got these actors that are buying in and, and people are, people are going to show up. And I think, I think that's super important. So, um, before we get into, cause I would love to talk to you about Infinity War for a couple minutes. Um, apparently you can already pre pre order Marvel, uh, Infinity War. For DVD and 4K and any other thing under the sun, Blu-ray, whatever. Um, 
So that's cool, I guess. If you really need to pre-order now, sure. Um, any, I mean, I feel like this is a little early for pre-ordering DVDs and stuff. I'm wondering if they're just gauging interest in how many people are willing to also buy this film and see how much money they're going to make on the back end. I'm just wondering. I I think uh, some of it may be uh, because they have a shorter mm. back end with the next one being released a year later. That's true. Uh, um, so they're just trying to capitalize on on the momentum they yeah, have. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That makes sense. Um, you got something in here. You want to talk about this now, or do you want to do the uh, talk about uh, the movie in general first? Uh, we can talk about the movie in general th- first because I think uh, this actually ties in a Good. little bit. So um, maybe I'm wondering. Well, I'll just kind of flag the next, I don't know, seven, eight minutes as spoilers. <laughs> and yeah, if we, probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So, um, guys, hopefully, I mean, nobody's listening in the chat room anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but if you're, if you're one of the four people that haven't paid to see the movie yet. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if you're one of the very few that haven't seen the movie yet, uh, stop it here for a few minutes. Um, go see the movie. Come back. And then listen to the rest of the show. We do have a couple other news items, but it's just a, uh, two quick smod things and some San Diego Comic-Con stuff. And then we're going to close out. But I, while I have skiing on the line here, I really would like to talk to you about, um, Infinity War, man. Just, just really, uh, impressions and just what you thought. So kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, it's, you know, no, I, I can't remember any other series in history where you've had a, a 18 film, you know, lead up, you know, for a payoff. Yeah, I don't know if it's ever been done, honestly. Right. So I approached this film um, kind of like um, the final two Harry Potter films. Okay. split it between the two. Um, And knowing the story from Infinity Gauntlet um, from back in the 90s with the actual comic, I wasn't, you know, I kind of knew what to expect because that was such a big series of comics that yeah. it's like there's no way they can do this in one film and obviously they didn't but i mean i thought it was just non-stop i mean literally from uh, i think there was maybe 10 minutes where there wasn't a lot of action going on right uh, just from the beginning and it, it i mean i was on the edge of my seat most of the most of the movie just trying to catch everything i've only seen it once i don't know if you've seen a second view no only once i'm gonna go back um uh, but there's just so much to catch and so much going on. Right. Um, I, there wasn't, I, I can say that there might be one thing I didn't really care for in the movie. Um, and versus the comic book and the way that they changed it to where, you know, Thanos was more about population control. Whereas yeah. In the comic, he was about trying to impress death. Who he oh, was really? To, yeah. Who he was trying to court at the time. Okay. You know, and, gain favor with um i actually like this version of it better with the movie it's a little more believable or yeah. up to date um they had a lot of characters that they had to tie in together i mean if you think of you know all a lot of these characters had standalone films so yeah. there's a lot of you know screen time to be given out and i thought that it was handled very appropriately um i didn't feel like one character had more screen time than another um to be honest with the one that i thought had the least amount of screen time that i was hoping for more was probably black panther yeah same Um, here yeah uh but they i think they did the best they could with it yeah and the and the the other thing to remember this is part one (laughs) and i know a lot of people that if you're not familiar with the way the comic book went or they didn't realize that there was a second part 
they might have been really disappointed at the end. Right. And I was telling you earlier, I had some students that were exactly that. They're like, well, well I, I don't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I was crying the whole time. I was like, well, good. Also, you probably didn't know that this was also going to be two movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, and we have a big joke in our house between, you know, my, my 14 year old son Zeke and I is, it's like, it's comic books. Nobody's ever really dead. No, <laughs> you know, exactly. Nobody's ever really dead. Um, but I think that, you know, if, if you didn't know, there was probably some shocking moments. Mm-hmm. For me, one of the, the biggest one was Loki in, yeah. in the very beginning of the film. And I think I actually think he's done done. I well, don't think he's coming back. And and what do you think on that note? Uh, do you think Gamora is also gone? I don't think so. And it kind of ties into. Tell me it's a soul stone thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think she's it. So. And th- this is, it's one of those theories that I had actually listed on the, uh, on, on, in the link here. Um, uh-huh. I haven't read this, but you haven't. Yet, okay. So. so in the comic book, um, Adam Warlock is a key character mm-hmm. and he and the silver surfer disappear into the universe that's contained within the soul stone. Okay. Okay. So the soul stone, obviously you know, he had to sacrifice, you know, Thanos sacrificed Gamora, you know, to the soul stone. Right. So she may not actually be, she may be dead in the regular world, but in kind of, you know, a multiverse sense or within the soul stone, she still may exist. Because okay. if, you, if you go back to the end of the film after he snaps his fingers, right. They have the scene where it's the young Gamora, um, talking to Thanos asking if it was worth or what was the cost. Right. Um, I think that's her in the soul stone. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. It's just, it's a theory, you know, sure, obviously, sure. you know, I don't know. No, I don't sure. know either, but yeah, shoot. I like it. <laughs> but it, it makes me wonder if, if all of the, the characters and we know these characters have to be coming back because some of them have contracts for other movies. Well, also are, we yeah, know guardians three is coming, which we just talked about. And we also know, I mean, unless the timeline is off, we know, Gamora's not dead in that one, right? Right. So that's another thing. So, yeah. So my theory is they're all in the Soul Stone. Okay. And then somehow we'll see how they they do it in the movies, but somehow they're going to break the Soul Stone or find okay. a way to get out of the Soul Stone and reverse things around. And also, I mean, can you confirm too? Because I don't remember. Because um, we were talking about it on the show. Star Lord got sucked, also lo- died, right? Yo, know, it's funny because you're saying that this morning, and then I started second guessing myself. Well, now I'm second guessing it again. I'm like, well, I, th- I think he did. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure he sure did. It was at the end there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. It was guessed. him and Drax, and yeah. it was like most of the Guardians went except yeah, for Rocket. Wasn't it, wasn't it Tony Stark standing there by himself? Yeah, pretty much. And that was that yeah. group that was there, right? Um, so yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. Go, okay. So one of the other things I want to talk to you about too is, uh, I think I had a, a really quick theory while you were talking about Black Panther, why he, he got some screen time, but not as much as maybe some of the others. But I think they offset that a bit by having a big battle on Wakanda. So he got to, you know, he was there. He didn't have a lot of speaking moments, but he was able to, you know, you you did get to see him fight, and you saw Wakanda react to what was going on, which I thought was kind of cool. So, um, right. So we'll we'll see him again. So 
don't know, man. Um, what else the, we got? What else you like? Well, yeah, the other thing too is uh, going back to you know kind of those that theory portion was, and I didn't notice it myself during the movie, but I guess uh, Shuri uh, downloaded all of Vision's information. Oh, really? All of his code and put something in her pocket quickly before. Oh, when they were busting in the room, right? Yeah, when the black guard started busting in. So I think that that might be another, you know, maybe she had a pattern from that stone or, you know, maybe she can build a new vision. I don't know. Yeah, kind of downloaded all his information and can just re-upload it into something else. No, that's cool. Uh, Yeah, so I mean, there's so many different possibilities. For (laughs) sure. You know, what can happen? But, um, you know, I I thought all the fight scenes were, were fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love the, I love Bruce Banner and the Hulkbuster. Stuff. Well, what, it it wasn't that so ironic. It was so weird. It was like, oh, um, so you're going to participate, participate in the battle. Why don't you get into the outfit that was you, that was built to fight your Hulk version of yourself. And while at the same time, try to get your Hulk version of yourself and fight with him in the suit, but never come to fruition. I just thought right. that was such a trip. Um, I think that's going to be a huge moment. Um, and I know that why they had the conflict. They, I, and I think I said this in the last show. They did a really good job of the power balancing. Um, there's obviously some huge power imbalances, Vision and, um, uh, Scarlet Witch and Hulk and, and, and that kind of thing. But when you, when you wrap the story part of it in it, uh, it, it, it changed the dynamic a little bit. And so Hulk, I mean, you know, Bruce Banner was having an issue with Hulk. Um, you know, he had his time off on, you know, in Ragnarok or whatever and had his little time. But then, you know, he comes back to help and now Hulk's refusing to come out. And I think that's hilarious. But at the same time, I think in the next film, um, him coming out is going to be super necessary. And I think that's going to be a really important kind of moment. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I like the way that the, the movie teased um, a happy ending mm-hmm. for a minute, too. You know, like twice did the same thing. Like, you know, once with, uh, you know, once when, when Thor hits him with, with the axe and yeah. has him down and he's pushing it into his chest. And, you know, you hear him whisper, you should have gone for the head. Yeah. <laughs> I know, just... He turns time back. Yeah. You know, vision is dead by that point. And then, yeah. you know, he turns it back so he can get the stone. I'm like, good grief. You know, it's like you thought it was you know, the finale, but right. nope. <laughs> but really it wasn't. And I love, I love that kind of stuff in storytelling, especially when you know the, when in your, in, in the back of our minds, I, and I'm sure you were there too, you know, the ending's not going to be a happy ending, but like, oh, maybe they'll do it. No, they're not going to do it. They're messing with us. <laughs> and right. then when it happens, it's like, damn it. I should have known, yeah. you know? And, um, then it, it, and, and then it's the way the death scenes were done was so haunting. Yeah. You know, there was hardly any music during that right. time. I don't know if you noticed that or not. It yeah. was just let the, the visuals kind of speak for itself. It was that silence. And then I think one of the more heartbreaking moments was Tom Holland's uh, departure where, you know, you see that young kid and he's just like, uh, you know, I think, what does he give? I think he gives Stark a hug or something like that, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hugging yeah. him. He's like, I, and I, he's, I don't want to die. Yeah, he's know? like, I don't feel so good. Oh, I don't want to die. And it's like, you see, like, and this teenager struggling with this moment. Like, he's, he finally got what he wanted. He's part of the Avengers. And then now he's, he's, he's got to go and he doesn't want to go. And, uh, that, 
they they did a really really good job man um on on playing on that and again obviously comics who's dead who's not we're going to talk about this for another year i'm sure but um i mean as far as where this ranks for you um i mean where are we at marvel wise we have 18 movies obviously to deal with but um as far as the avengers films um i think it's pretty strong but i don't know overall um is it what you expected? You got what you wanted. Um, where is the rank for you? What do you think? Uh, it's definitely, you know, I, and, and I try not to, to actually, you know, rank things. I, yeah, no, you know, because I, mean. I, I, I <laughs> not I not number it, wise, but, but you know what I mean. Yeah, and I've gone in and said, like, I hated that. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, yeah, I definitely put it within you know my top three, probably. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's it it's definitely up there. I mean, Black Panther is still probably my favorite. Yeah, it's um, a great movie. Winter Soldier, and then probably this one. I love. I, I it's funny. We're we're very similar. I love Black Panther. Obviously, I, I've raved about it enough. But I I love Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, I love I love I love that movie. Um. Yeah, man. Um, and, and like I said, I, I said earlier, I like some of the lighthearted ones a little bit more than other people did. Um, but this movie, I, I'm really intrigued to see where they go with it. So do you want to talk about, let's talk about what you got here, um, in the notes. What do you got? Six theories? Oh, that's kind of what we're, I was actually just talking about. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, was, was some of that. And, I just to make I sure we didn't miss anything. I like the humor in this one. It wasn't overdone. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I liked Thor Ragnarok. I thought it like it was more of a comedy. Oh, than definitely. Anything else? <laughs> and I felt like with this, it was uh, it was really well done. Like it was just interjected where it needed to be and was kind of part of the story. Right. Especially one <laughs> of I because we said Winter Soldier. That's why it reminded me. But <laughs> especially at the end when he's standing next to Rocket and you know Bucky standing next to Rocket. <laughs> he goes, "How much for the R?" Yeah. It's so it's great. <laughs> Did you hear? I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just little moments like that, and and that's why I love the Guardians guys. It's those little quips, it's those little like subtle muttering to themselves kind of moments that that you just love, you know. Um, yeah. All right, man. Anything else on Infinity War before we move on? Nope. I, d- I definitely I want to see it again though because I'm too. sure there's a lot of stuff I missed. There's so much going on. Me but. too. And 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 the ending, the the obviously the nod to uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, which I'm also really looking forward to as well. So um, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. So, all right, man. So I only have a couple more things. I, I You know, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. So let's talk about uh, what's going on in the Smod world. He was on uh, the Colbert Report, uh, I think, yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. Um, I haven't been able to check out the footage on that yet, but I have a link in the show notes to the tweet. Um, but I, I'm, I'm willing to check that out. Obviously he was going to talk about his heart attack and various other things as well. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And he also was saying on a, on a podcast too, uh, and not on a podcast online, he was saying somebody literally followed him home. He was doing a show. I think I want to say in Iowa, let me double check. He just did a, a couple road shows. Um, they did a Babylon show and yeah, in Des Moines, Iowa. And, um, he put a tweet up and he says somebody was tailing him after the show. And what's crazy about it is they kept driving to a loose tail, but they followed him for 20 minutes. He did some speeding maneuvers through the back streets and the burbs to lose him. Um, it was a bit unnerving, but didn't ruin a good night of shows. I just thought that was interesting because, um, 
as much as I love Kevin Smith, I would never follow him home. You know what right. I mean? Like we have to like, we have to like, uh, I don't know, not disconnect, but just kind of like separate ourselves from the fact that, okay, this person is entertaining and we, we, we look up to him and Kevin Smith's one of my heroes, man. I love everything about him. I'm glad he's still on this planet. But at the same time, don't stalk people. Don't no. follow people. Come on. It's just, it's crazy. You know, I, th- I think that's a, that's a, a, a byproduct of the, the age of the internet. I yeah. think people for some reason feel closer or more entitled mm-hmm. to information and or privileged to be around somebody than what they probably should. And it's like, I followed you on Instagram for five years. I should be able to follow you home if I want to and right. knock on your exactly. door or, exactly. or, or show up. Uh, by your car because i'm awkwardly standing by it like that's that's weird you know but you're right there is that there is that moment there is that because i feel closer to you i feel like i'm good to talk to you right or to do this thing and kevin's misapproachable i mean i've i've seen him just randomly and you can talk to him but don't be weird about it you know what i mean exactly (laughs) and and you can cut this part out if you want to. Oh, I, 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 I probably will cut none of it. But here we okay, are. Okay. Well, <laughs> so one of, one of the things that that happened with Kevin Smith, and I, I listen to Hollywood Babylon, and I I you I occasionally catch Batman on Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that happened after his heart attack kind of inspired me a little bit. Um, something a lot of people don't know. You know because we we talked about it a little yeah. bit this last year. But um, unfortunately, last year I found out I had colon cancer, and you know thankfully caught it very very early good surgery taken care of uh went back this last week to do the follow-up tests and you know completely clean awesome good to go. oh, so i'm so glad to hear really that. happy about that but when it was going on i didn't talk to a lot of people about it just right because i was like uh you know number one it was my colon you know who talks about that well right? yeah but, <laughs> so, i mean it's one of those know, things but uh you know my thing that i'm i'm trying to talk to people because i'm not even at the age where i'm supposed to get regular tests or anything yet. I know. so you know yeah. that's that's why i'm glad it was caught but is don't be ashamed to talk about things like that to other people i try yeah. to talk to other people about it now saying hey make sure you know yeah it's not the most manly thing to say i, I gotta go get checked out for colon cancer but it's important if you catch it early yeah uh, the way that i did so please you know if if you're getting near that age where it's time to get checked out or you've got pains that don't seem to go away, which was the problem I was having. Right. Get, get checked out. Cause you never know, you know, well, I got like, and I'm actually glad you said that, man, because I mean, I, I may have said this uh, a few weeks ago uh, or when he had this issue, but it, it inspired me in the same way. I made an appointment with my, um, with my doctor and I went and I saw her and I said, look, I said, you know, I'm here. I, my blood work before I had high cholesterol. I had some stuff that I want to deal with. And so I need, I hadn't followed up on that in a long time. And so long and the short of it is I said, look, you know, my grandfather who passed last year, um, when he was 30, when he was 30, had something going on with his colon as well. And so my whole thing is, is that, and I said, look, I know my insurance probably won't pay for it, but you know, since we're talking about it, I mean, obviously I, I, I should, my sister did too. I should have a colonoscopy. And so she's trying to figure that out. And, and the bottom line is my cholesterol is still kind of high and stuff like that. But he, his heart attack and his brush with death made me look at my life. And I said, look, okay, so here's the deal. I have two kids. I have a wife. 
I'm trying to have, I, I'm not even 40 years old, but the way everything is set up right now in our culture, as far as food and everything else and, and what we're doing to our bodies, we have to be aware of this stuff. And there's, uh, you know, for Kevin, for, for, for Kevin Smith, his issue obviously was hereditary too. You know, he had the hard things that, that was through his family. So I had to kind of try to talk to my mom and figure out, okay, so what should I be doing? Because I don't want to find out when it's too late. You know what I mean? And, and I'm glad you found out early. I'm glad you're still here. I'm glad Kevin Smith's still here. And I'm glad I did what I did. And I have a follow up in a few months. And I'm hopefully going to get a handle on this stuff so I can be around for my kids, man. And I think, exactly. and, and honestly, like, and I think these kind of events, these, these sort of, uh, um, they're wake up calls, honestly, you know, like I, I've been following Kevin Smith forever. And then his near death experience was like, Oh my God what have I done lately? Like, how am I living my life? How, when was the last time I went to the doctor? You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, I need to, I need to take care of this stuff. And, and I think all that stuff's super important. So I'm glad you're here, man. I'm glad Kevin's still here. And, and, and that's why we latch on. I feel like this is why we latch on to celebrities and, and content creators the way we do is because when something happens in their life, it's public. And, and it makes us be like, Holy crap. I, I, I should do something too. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, man, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that that came back. Yeah. I, you, you hadn't told me that, by the way. Uh, oh, okay. That, that, that you were clean and good. So I'm, I'm so happy to be here. I just found out yesterday. So, oh, well, know. good. Okay. Yeah. So we're on the same page. Uh, made for a happy day. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's so good, dude. That's so yeah, good. Keep, keep doing what you're doing, though. Keep going to the doctor. Like, no, nah, man. You know, I've always kind of taken that John Wayne approach to things because that's how my dad, well, of course, and you know, and it's like I, 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 I gotta quit doing that. You well, know, that's the thing to be gained from that. And you, and we got to be aware of what we're doing, and 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 take care of ourselves. I think that's super important. So, yeah. Um, all right. Anything else on Smith? Nope. All nope. right. Last thing here, because I had to leave this in because I'm trying to convince you to come to San Diego one of these years. <laughs> um, are you even? Uh, can you go next year? You got to come next year. At least try. I'm hoping next year. Okay. I'm right. definitely hoping next year. Good. So, so our San Diego Comic-Con news before we close out the show. Um, and again, thanks, man, for being here. This has been awesome. Um, so big news. Kevin Feige says that uh, Marvel Studios won't be in Hall H uh, this year at Comic-Con. And that's kind of a big deal. Uh, I know they were thinking about not doing it last year, and I think they ended up doing it. Um, and now they won't be at all. I don't know what other presents they're going to have, but... Like I said, they've been kind of um, right up against, uh, what is it, D23, you know? Right. But there's no D23 event this year, but they're still not going to be in Hall H. And that's a that's a big deal. You, you think they're just pulling away because it's a Disney-owned thing and they're just trying to get more people to be at the D23 instead of this? or That's one theory I've got. Honestly, I think that Disney overall is going to try to pull out of San, San Diego is a pain in the butt now for people to go to. And it's a big, it's not, not, I'm talking about for the studios to go to. It's, it's a, it's a lot of planning. It's a lot of, it's a, it's a lot. And so I'm thinking they already have their own convention. Why do they need San Diego? Right. I mean, if, if you think about it, the, the convention is, 
basically advertising. It is, you know, and and any advertising you want a certain return on your investment, right? And they're getting it just through general social media, anyways. Yeah. They're getting it through regular news sources, and they're getting it through D twenty three and just the machine that is Disney at this point. So. And you know they're looking at they're like why spend how many thousands and thousands of dollars to fly out you know I mean probably millions I mean uh, what what are we talking about for celebrities and stuff to get them out there to promote their movies and stuff and that kind of thing some of them are already going to be there for other projects but it's it's a lot it's a really it's a whole lot and if they and like last year D twenty three was like literally the week before so why bother you know right. So yeah, I, I have a feeling they're not going to be coming back at yeah. least for a while, unless they they find that it's going to be advantageous somehow for them to do it. Yeah, we'll we'll see what what the incentive might be. Um, and for those of you still that are trying to go to San Diego Comic Con, um, I do have a link in the show notes uh, to a nice little guide. Um, if you did not get a hotel in Hotel Apocalypse with the lottery and all that, um, there's some options. It's you won't be sleeping on the ground unless you really want to. So, um, it's a good link. It's, um, uh, STCC unofficial blog or whatever. Um, it's a, it's a good site. Definitely check their stuff out. And, um, here we are, my friend at the end of a show. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. This Dude. has been a lot of fun. No, this has been great. I'm glad, I'm glad you showed up. I'm glad we, uh, did what we did. We got to talk about a lot of stuff and catch up. And, um, I'm glad we're both still here doing what we're doing. Um, and then, um, we got to have you on again with Will and, and we'll go from there. And we have, have you more on more often. I'd like to have our drinking buddies on, um, you know, more often than not, to be honest with you. But uh, this time of year in the summertime, I think it'd be a little easier. So let's let's go with that. Sounds good to me. Sounds good. All right, man. Before I before I uh, tune out here and, and do my little spiel at the end, um, you know, best of the family and all that stuff, man. And, and I'm so glad that uh, that you decided to join us tonight. So good. yeah, best of years as well. Thanks, man. So, thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pop. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. And Mr. Skeen, as is... At John R. Skeen. And my normal co-host is at I'm Griggs. And iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play. Find us there. Um... Get merch, teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. Um, buy a t-shirt. A lot of it goes to a cause and helps support the show. And ways to support the show also are audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. You can get audiobook for free on us. And of course, the best way to support us, uh, is patreon.com slash usual podcast. We have a bunch of tiers, a bunch of rewards. Um, check us out there. We got a newsletter, booper reels, early releases of the shows and, and stuff like that. So, um, dude, I'm not going to make you do what Will always does, but um, anything you want to say to the people before we get out of here? Have a fun, everybody. <laughs> oh, he did anyway. Have a fun. We'll see you all next week. <laughs> thanks, buddy. I really appreciate you being on tonight. That was oh, a no ton problem. of fun. Thanks for, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs>